Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Episode... 284. Uh, soft as puppy shit got a lot of love yesterday. What happened there? Or did you know that was the name of our episode yesterday? Uh, I didn't, but it'd be nice it if you surprise me. So, what happens when I send out those uh, sound bites? Do you just retweet it? You don't listen to any of it or anything? You have no idea, do you? I bet you've never listened to a show, have you? What soundbite? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Shortly after that, we're getting reports that Victor Olison's not going to be back. Um, with the Buffalo Sabres. Um, so you were you were saying something when, before we started. Um, I don't listen to your clips, and uh, yes, I don't listen to our shows. Um, but I did listen to your Shred and Reagan and uh, episode. Uh, we do it every Tuesday, and uh, you are fantastic. You oh, literally uh, listen. Don't just let me talk here for a second. Now I know you do not like me saying anything nice about you because it makes you uncomfortable. But I'm just going to tell you, listening to you speak with Shred and Reagan about life music knowledge just everything it's just fantastic you are an encyclopedia of absolute horseshit knowledge (laughs) you are the guy that can recite things that whether it's movie clips music bands the singer the singers the drummers the the you know the manager of the bands like you know everything it's like you have like, did you do really well in school? No, that's the thing. It, like, if really, if I was to study things that I was interested in, I would have been a really good student. But half the shit that you learn, like, do you think I want to learn about some of the history that we learn about, or some you know, of the quadratic science? equations, or uh, yeah, like, Mom, I was just gonna say, my son right now is doing long division in fourth grade, and I'm like, when did I do long division? And I was thinking, how did I do with long division? And I'm like, when have I ever used long division? Yeah. And I'm like, the, the longest division I've ever done in my life was my divorce. I mean, like, like I don't <laughs> I don't do that kind of math. Yeah. So yeah, you lost a couple of zeros there, bud. <laughs> anyway, I don't want to go down that path. You you were saying something nice about me, I think. Yeah, listen, I, I we <laughs> we went squirrel there like we usually do, but I will just say great job on Shred and Reagan. I yeah, just thanks. really enjoy you talking uh about other things than hockey, because that's those are the things that you actually have knowledge on. You so, see what happens. See what happens. <laughs> see what happens when you when you let me talk, Greg. Yeah, yeah. It's good. It's good. Uh, it's good for you to talk. Anything but hockey. <laughs> what did you think about what I said about Eichel skates? So, well, you know what? So the people, the people that are going to go back, maybe you can guys uh, that uh, guys and girls that are listening to the show here today can go. Did you back hear the, did you hear the pre segment before that, when they were talking about, they did this unbelievably funny segment about find something on Craigslist and then, you know, like talk about it. So yeah. they found, so someone 
the girl that was on, I don't know her name, she found Jack Eichel's game used skates and they were $850. And the issue with them was one, the, the, the boot said number nine on the tongue, the chassis and the blade said 15 on the, on the blade and chassis. Yep. So, you know, they're like, is it real? Is it fake? I mean, how would they get their hands on Eichel's skates? And then it says sold from the Sabre store. And and Jim was like, does the Sabre store sell equipment? Right. So yeah. it was the whole thing. So yeah. I, I was listening to this before I went on. So then we talked about it when we went on and I told them, I said, Jack Eichel went through, I think, a pair, a brand new pair of skates every other game. Right. Every, game. What, every game. Yeah. He, he, he would every game. He would, it was every game. It was every game. Every he wore a pair of skates. Um, basically, it was it was to the point that he was wearing a, a, a pair of skates or two a game. And I and I heard. I'm not sure it was Shred or Egan said. Well, what about the blisters? No, 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 no. Listen, that's that's in the old days, okay? Where you used to get blisters. These skates are formed these players skates they're like wearing slippers can you get a blister wearing slippers and the answer is no so jack eichel when he he wanted the one thing that he craved more than anything was the stiff boot just like you talked about but you here's the thing this is where this is where it comes down to superstition this is where it comes down to a mental block a lot of players have mental blocks they work their way you don't you don't all of a sudden get to a point where all of a sudden you have to wear a pair of skates every game because that's mentally what you need it takes a long time to get to that point okay jack eichel got to a point where he wanted stiff skates he wanted a brand new out of the box sharpen it boom he's putting them on his skates and he's going to play next game same thing do you remember the day we saw Willie pushing the cart of all the boxes of skates? We were doing the old instigator show downtown. Yes. And he's like, anybody want a pair of brand new one game worn Jack Eichel skates? And then he, like someone told us that he went through a pair. I thought it was every other game, but mm-hmm. I guess it's every game. And then also same with gloves, I think too. So anyway. I think he went close. To, I think he went through close to 80 pairs of skates that year. And the, and the gloves, the gloves were, were were almost the same thing. So you're wearing a pair of gloves. You know you're you're wearing them maybe for a week, and then you're getting a brand new pair of gloves. Like that's just insane. Like you could talk about Eichel and and his you know egregious use of gloves and skates, but he is not the only one in this league. There is a lot of players that are just absolutely batshit crazy. You know, I remember back in the day. Um, you know, with Vinny Donfus. You remember you remember Vinny Donfus? Uh, so Vinny Donfus. I don't know who he is. I just know him from Sophie's Toilet. So he was he was the captain of the Montreal Canadiens. And this was back when sticks were being uh were were being used. And he used a Sherwood 5030 Featherlight. And he did he got three brand new sticks every single game. Every single game three brand new sticks. Now he had like five or six on the rack. Okay. Because these things were snapping like toothpicks, but he, he, you know, got three new sticks a game, every single game. Like I, I almost used uh, a brand new stick every game. 
like at the later years, like when, you know, the, the, the budget costs for teams, like, you know, I was using, I was using a brand new stick every single game. Was paying for it. What, what am I worried about? Yeah. Well, it's nice to be a star. That's basically how it comes down to that. I mean, you used to walk in the locker room, go down the stick rack, you'd see 10, 10 in this guy's, you know, 12 in that guy's, eight in that guy's, you know, seven, eight, nine in that guy's, Andrew Peters, three. <laughs> All practice sticks. <laughs> I was saying on Shred and Ragging this morning in that incredible interview you were raving about, thank you, by the way. Uh, I'm not trying to make this whole conversation about jack but i mean he is a pivotal piece of the playoffs here and if they win tonight there's a good chance that he could be the con Smythe trophy winner is he i don't know but i mean i said march or so the other day and a lot of people responded with you know march or so doesn't score that goal without that pass from jack and there's been a few of those so you know he's come back from a big hit he took a puck to the neck he has elevated himself through these playoffs as a big game player. There's yep. a massive question mark going into the playoffs this year. What have we said for the last couple of years when he got traded to Vegas? Can't wait to see what Eichel does in the playoffs when he gets there. And he hasn't disappointed. Yep. And I certainly didn't think he would fail. I did not think he would crumble. He is a guy that rises to the occasion. Jack Eichel is 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 a hell of a hockey player. No one's ever talked about Jack Eichel not being a great hockey player. He is he's fantastic. Okay. Um, but I want to say something. Like I read an article again on TSN. They're talking about the Con Smythe um field remains to be seen. Um, these are names going into game five when you revisit the the MVP debate debate. Jack Eichel's not in there. They talk about Aiden Hill. They yeah, talk about okay. Jonathan Marcheseau. They talk about yeah. Alex Petrangelo. They talk about Chandler Stevenson. They talk about Mark Stone. They talk about Matthew Kachuk, Sergey Bobrovsky. Poor Jack. There's no Eichel talk really? about him being yeah. Because listen, I mean, I've watched, I've watched the playoffs, and I think Jack has played very well. I think. Uh, Sergey ba- uh, or um, Barbashev, and I think Jonathan Marchizo and Jack Eichel have made a line that has been a very, very good line for Vegas. Has it been the best line? I don't know. When you sit and you and you look back, uh, with Mark Stone and Howden and uh, Chandler Stevenson, who's playing exceptionally well. That is a line that has played very well throughout the playoffs. But then you have to go to the third line. You have William Carlson, who is one of the leading goal scorers in the Stanley Cup finals or in the Stanley Cup playoffs. He is another guy that his name was being mentioned. So when you look at Jack Eichel, Jack Eichel is supported by a very good team. A very, very strong hockey team. We already talked about the fourth line with with Roy uh or Raw, uh Colasar and 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 Will Carrier. That's been the best fourth line throughout the entire playoffs, bar none. Jack Eichel is playing very good hockey, but he's also p- supported and he doesn't need to be the game breaker. 
He has got guys on his team that can take a heavy load and Jack just needs to go and play. He doesn't yeah. have any pressure on him. He doesn't Well, that doesn't mean he pressure. doesn't deserve to be considered for the Calder or the Consmyth. I think if I think if they win tonight, I I it has to be Aiden Hill because there's a split Kachuk hasn't done enough. It's not like they're in this series, and Bobrovsky hasn't done enough to to win it as the opposing well, losing goal. Bobrovsky has faltered in the finals. Not that he the last two game, I, I think he's played very well. The first two games, he stunk to high hell, and he fell off the Con Smythe ladder. Matthew Kachuk stunk to high hell in the first two games, but he's still producing in, 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 in game three and game four. So he's still like, he scored such a massive goal in game, in game three. Like it's just insane how he finds ways to score these big goals. So he has to be put in the con Smythe discussion, right? With how, with how he's playing, but Aiden Hill, are we talking about Aiden Hill as, he is the con Smythe winner. Like he's made some massive saves. Don't get me wrong. He has made some mind boggling saves in the last couple games, but has he been the guy in the Stanley cup playoffs where you're saying if they don't have Aiden Hill, they're not winning the Stanley cup. And the answer is no, you don't know that. I do know that. No, you don't. No, you don't. He's he's been like did I was trying to think about Jordan Bennington did not win the con smite that year. That was Ryan O'Reilly. Um yeah. but I mean it we don't know. Listen, Vegas we Golden Knights played the Dallas Stars in the last series. They won one game six nothing, another game they won uh four nothing. Um they had some close games. They had some close games against Dallas, but Vegas was was the better hockey team. You know, Edmonton Oilers, same thing. I I just I just feel that Vegas overpowered Edmonton in every stretch of the the word, you know. So, I don't know. You know, he's played well. Aiden Hill I think has played very well. He needs and to think about this kid, like think about this kid. He was the four-string goaltender on this team. Well, I also think that needs to be taken into consideration. Fourth string goaltender. I mean, his numbers are pretty damn good. His numbers are better than his regular season numbers. His numbers are better than his career numbers. And we're talking about his first run in the Stanley Cup. He's also playoffs. playing on one of the best bloody teams in the National Hockey League. Necessarily love that argument. I listen, go take Aiden Hill and put him on the Buffalo Sabres who couldn't play defense to save their lives. And Aiden Hill is going to be a very different goaltender. Sorry, just the way just the way it is. When you can't defend, when the five guys in front of you can't defend, okay. your goaltender is going to get exposed. So well, let's agree that it's Jonathan Marcheseau, just because normally it's the point guy. But he's he's been on fire. I mean, talk about clutch. You got to finish those shots. Yeah, you know everyone's like, oh, he doesn't score that goal without the pass. Well, you know his release counts, the timing counts, the the ability to get that open counts. To finish the shot off counts. I mean, it's not just the pass. Yeah, he gets the puck from the guy. Yeah. He deserves a lot more credit. You know the funny thing is when I I I look back to Aiden Hill, he's he's an unrestricted free agent. Like, what do you do with him? 
This is like be you have, Jordan you already have situation. Logan. You're, you have Logan Thompson, him. who's 26 years old, who's got two more years left on a $766,000 deal. I mean, he's going to be your guy. Like, you have the French, the French goaltender, uh, Brossette. He's another guy that you have to think about. He's an unrestricted free agent. He, he played 24 games this year or 11 games this year, 24 the year before. So, I mean, who knows what's going to happen here with the, with the, the goaltending situation. How did Marchessault so end up in Vegas? Was that through the expansion? Uh, Yes, correct. It was, eh? Man, must be nice to win the cup against the team that let you walk, eh? Why well, did they let him? Who did they hang on to instead of, instead of him? Um, I'm trying to think of who was on. How that did team. that work out? He went from Tampa Bay, and he got traded. He got traded from Columbus Blue Jackets right at the very beginning. You know, this is in 2012. He goes to Tampa Bay, and then Tampa Bay. Um, traded him or no, he was claimed in the expansion draft. Okay. That's, that's what it was. He, he had some really good years. He got traded from Tampa Bay to Florida and then Florida. Uh, he played a couple great years in Florida. We should be looking up uh, his stats right now, but, and then he, he got, he claimed had one year, he had one year, expansion one year draft. in Florida. He played one year and scored 30 goals. Yeah. He only he only played one year in Florida. One year, 30, yeah. 30 snipes. And then he gets picked up by Vegas, right, in the expansion draft. Then he has 70-something points that year, 27 goals or something that year, uh, his first year with Vegas, and then signed that extension. Yeah, he had 27 goals, 75 points with Vegas, his first year out of Florida. Yeah. In Florida – he had 30 goals in 75 games and everybody probably thought that was a flash in the pan. Who yeah. the hell were they? Tra- so on that team, they had Trocek, Barkov, Marchessault, Yager, Yandel, Riley Smith, UC uh, Jokinen, Jason Demers, Jonathan Huberto. They probably were protecting Huberto for sure. Colton Skeever, uh, Aaron Eckblad, Mike Matheson, Mark Pesek, Derek McKenzie, Nick Bukestad, Alexander Petrovic, Thomas Vanek was on that team. Uh, Let me ask yeah. you this question about Marchizo. James Reimer, Roberto Luongo. He ended with 28 goals this year and 57 points in 76 games. The year before, he had 30 goals and 66 points in 76 games. Um, he scored 30 goals um, twice. He scored a 27, 25, 22 uh, goals. Well, he would have had thirty this 28 year. goal season. So all I'm saying is this: probably would have had thirty in nineteen twenty when he only played sixty six games. He had twenty two goals. He's thirty two years old. He's got to sign a contract. As of right now, no Stanley Cup, nothing. How much is he worth? He's thirty two years old. You sign him to a four-year deal, five-year deal. He's kind of having this season maybe at the wrong point. 
Well, let's, let's just say hypothetically, let's just say hypothetically right now, um, you have to sign him to a deal. He makes $5 million a year right now. Okay. Give him four years, 6 million a year. Right now? Right now. He's okay. not taking that. He's not okay. taking that. Might well, let me you ask seven. you this. Let me, let me ask you this. If he wins the Stanley cup and this con Smythe, now, what are you paying him? I'm letting him walk. If I were the general manager of that team and this happens tonight and he wins it all, I'm letting him walk. I know the fans no will lose their like, fucking right. I would mission so, accomplished, it, mission accomplished. Look at man. They have, they have brought players in and out and in and out and they all work. They all work. You can find somebody. I, can I, find... I know that, but is there, is, do you think that there's a way that you can sign Jonathan marches to a contract Let's just say it's a five-year contract. Let's say it's seven million dollars. You pay him thirty-five million, and then move on. Why is Vegas going to want to put? They're already in cap hell. Every I know they're in year. cap hell, but I don't want to lose. Why you've just thirty goal score? You've just and, accomplished and a everything. Smythe winner, but and now you don't want to overpay for him either. If if he wins for you tonight or this series, and I still say if, I would let him walk. How many teams are willing to pay Jonathan Marchezo seven million for five years? Probably a lot of sucker bets on that one. Now let me let me just say one more thing about this. This is the same scenario I'm painting for the Toronto Maple Leafs. I would not sign Austin Matthews if he really wants to come back. He'll sign next summer. I would not extend him if they win. Bye bye. See ya. You don't need two in a row. You need one. You get the one, you're you're fucking you're forever ingrained in that in history in that city. You go get one, you then you'd let him walk and you go and fill that roster with two or three players for the 13, 14 million that you're going to pay him. But I'm okay. saying the same for Marchesol. Like I would if I were if I were Vegas and they win tonight or tomorrow or whenever they end up winning this series, I would let Marchesol go. I would re-sign Barbashev. I would look at maybe some other pieces and throw them where Marcheso is. Ivan Barbashev will not be back. That's a thousand percent because he is 27. He's an unrestricted free agent. And he is he has been insane. I'm gonna tell you, Buffalo Sabres. Buffalo Sabres should be looking at this guy. There's a left winger for Casey Middlestat. Boom shakalaka. The kid hits everything in sight. He is an absolute workhorse. He can play the game at a high level. They're not in a position Absolutely to get a guy level. like that yet. They're not in a position to 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 convince a player like that to come and be a part of that team yet. And no disrespect. Yeah. They're just not there yet. Yeah. Yesterday after our show, Lance Likowski from the Buffalo News reported that his tweet was Victor Olofsson didn't request a trade, but according to league sources, the winger and his camp are expecting him to be moved this summer. And it's the best thing for him. It's the best thing and for it's both the sides. Best thing for for this side. You know, I I I I'm very critical of Victor Olofsson. Um and Victor Olofsson um, three years ago, when he was doing the exact same thing, I wasn't as critical because we did not have any. We we had we had basically Sam Reinhart, Jack Eichel, and Victor Olson. We had we had those guys on our team that made this team tick. They were our skill. Victor Victor Olson was a rookie. Now this team has evolved so much with Alex Tuck and Thompson 
and and Paterka and Quinn and Cousins and Middlestad, they they've exploded. So what I'm saying is, Victor Olsen's still a very very talented hockey player. He is just not what the team needs to make the next step. I'm not taking anything away from his skill set, his shot, his ability to score goals and make plays. He is fantastic, but just not on our team. We already have enough players that are like his skill set. And he's the odd man out. So go and move him, which hopefully they do, and find a piece to the puzzle that is a better fit for our hockey club that is going to help us win more games and be harder to play against. That's it. And it seems, obviously, with your intel, because you're the insider, that uh, you know they're looking to uh, part ways. That's which is, not really which is a good thing. It's, it's out there. Okay, there you go. That's uh, that's all I got for today. Is there anything that I'm missing? Because you were adamant about this show today. No, I just wanted to talk to you, bud. Okay. After listening to you on Shred and Reagan, and you just absolutely tore it up, I was like, oh, my God, we got a, a year on fire right now. I'm just going to ride your coattails. That's a wrap on another episode of After the Whistle. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter, After the Whistle, and at Craig Reve 52 at the instigator 76 and you can find us, as you already know, on Apple, Spotify, and YouTube, and anywhere else where you can get your podcasts. Thanks for tuning in. Don't forget to spread the word.